Good morning. Welcome to a tale for Shabbos. Today's story sounds almost more fiction than fact, but I can assure you it is a true story. The story begins in 1910 when Mr. Sam Axe of Poland immigrates to England. He marries Leah Rosen. They live in London for a while, but decide to move and explore business opportunities in America. They settle on moving to Norfolk. Now, Leah was expecting her first child, and her parents strongly felt that she should not make the trip around across the ocean at that time. Sam should travel alone. He can set up a home in Norfolk. And only a few months after the child was born, then Leah would go overseas with an infant. And indeed, she went overseas in a very famous boat on its historic maiden voyage from England to New York City, April 1912. Yes, she and her young son, Ephraim Fischel, set forth in steerage third class on the Titanic. I need not recount all the details of that tragic voyage and how even though there were 2,200 passengers and crew on board, there was only enough room on the lifeboats for 1,178 passengers. At that time, it was in the third-class cabin. Women were ordered to the front, men to the rear. Leah was holding onto her son, Ephraim Fischel, or known in English as Frank Philip, in her arms, trying to get on the deck, but actually the gate in front of her cabin jammed. No one was able to get out. She stood pressed against the gate. She was screaming for help. And at that moment, a sailor saw her with the baby, reached over the gate, lifted both her and the child out that she would be able to run to the deck and have a shot at getting into the lifeboats together with the other women and children. Now we know that in that third class cabin, 75% did not survive. But Leah ran up to the deck. She was weighted by the railing. It was very, very cold. People were shoving and frantically trying to get onto lifeboats. And actually as Leah stood there, one of the wealthiest women on the board, Lady Astor herself, saw her and her baby, and she took off this beautiful eight-foot shawl, gave it to Leah and said, here, wrap your baby in. It's so cold outside. Even the lady asked her herself, was pregnant at that time. Now, while the chaos was happening, a man pushes his way on a lifeboat, which was about to be lowered in the water. When all of the uh, crew saw him, they forced him out of the boat. They pulled him back, saying it was only for uh, women and children. This man went ballistic, he went crazy, tried getting on another lifeboat. Once again, they kick him out and they said, no, women and children have priority. Back on the boat, on the deck, this man sees Leah and her baby now wrapped in the shawl. He goes crazy, his eyes were wild, and he screams, you think women and children will be first? I'll show you. And suddenly he grabs the infant from Leah's arms and throws Ephraim Fischel overboard. And Leah shrieks in horror, crying for her child. Everyone is trying to lunge at the maniac. The deed was done. Leah refuses to go in the light boat. I'm not going in without the baby. But the crew pushes her. They say there's no point in staying. And indeed, she gets on the lifeboat. We know it was there for a number of hours until the Carpathia came and rescued. Only 705 were saved. Leah amongst them.
It was two days later when the grief-stricken Leia, walking on the deck of the Carpathia, sees a woman holding a child, and the child lunges towards Leia. She recognizes him and miraculously says, That's my child, that's my child. The woman, dressed in a black dress, says, No, it's not. This child was entrusted to me. Up until today, there's some sort of disagreement who this lady was. You can research for the details. But a wild argument ensued. This lady claims that while she was in the lifeboat, the child came flying into her waiting arms, and this is a sign from heaven that this was her child. Of course, Leia says, this is my child. They are people around are starting to take sides in the argument. And soon the captain of the Carpathia himself, Arthur Rostron, was called to decide the issue in almost Solomonic fashion. He's asked to decide who is the true mother. He tells both women to come to his chamber so he can decide. As he's there, Leia says, I can prove that this is my son with certainty. He says, how? He goes, she goes, I'm Jewish and my son Ephraim Fischl was circumcised. And indeed, in Europe at that time, it was only Jewish children who were circumcised. And they saw he had a bris. And 10-month Ephraim Fischl was reunited with his mother and they make their way to New York. Ephraim Fischl, Frank Phillips Axe, was raised in a Jewish home. He marries, he has children, he has grandchildren. He passed away in 1991 at the age of 80. His wife would say that he would walk for miles on Shabbat and would daven in the shul in Norfolk, Virginia. Another interesting note is that Leah was so grateful to the captain that years later when she had another child, a daughter, she actually called that daughter Sarah Carpathia. Acts. Like a bris, a circumcision that stays with the individual for the rest of their life. The deed may have happened at one moment, but the soul is beyond time and that connection it has with the divine is eternal. And thus the impact of every mitzvah we do is everlasting. On our own nishama, our soul, on others, on the entire world, there is no way for us to properly understand the infinite value of every mitzvah that we do. Thank <laughs> you.